When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew McCart, IFL TV. The weighing is just done, but Eddie, can, before I start, I thought I was a trendy 40-year-old man. You're 44, you're three years older than me, but I mean, you take the biscuit. Shout out to Everlast. One of our new partners, kitted me out today, Everlast, thank you very much. We're hanging in there, Andrew. The barnet's hanging in there, the dress sense is hanging in there, the 10K yesterday's done the legs. I'm a bit afraid of the fight day 5K tomorrow, but we'll see you there. And, yep. uh, Feeling good, mate. I, I love this sport, and I love this fight card, and I love tomorrow night. It's like everything that we want, the atmosphere we're going to get, you know, the jeopardy involved in the fights, of course, the main event, but all throughout the card. Really good night of boxing tomorrow from Dublin. I'm glad you mentioned the jeopardy there, because I woke up this morning, and there was a lot of rumours going about my hotel saying that the, the show's in jeopardy, the show's going to be cancelled, but I know you would have been monitoring the events from last night, but was there any point when the show was in jeopardy? No, no, no conversations at all. Look, this is a massive celebration for Ireland tomorrow night. Irish boxing, particularly Irish sport, an icon, really. So, you know, uh, it's a very important event to take place. And, uh, yeah, all systems go, obviously. Already we had, you know, a huge amount of security presence in place. If there needs to be, if that needs to be changed, of course, we'll speak to the authorities. But, you know, we're following updates and all good to go tomorrow night. Let's talk about then Katie Taylor. Seems like she means business this week and she's not done much media. I think that her mind's on one job and one job only, and that's to beat Chantel Cameron tomorrow night. So that being said, you've been around Katie Taylor. You probably spoke to more than what I have. Is she, is she anxious? Is she nervous? Well, how's her mood this week? Yeah, I don't spend a great deal of time with Katie on fight weeks because she doesn't really want to talk to me. She's just like focused on the fight. I think this week particularly, she's been all about business. You know, no negotiation really in terms of doing extra media or stuff like that or obligations. And you know, I saw her just doing the, the, the live stream there. I think last time she probably learned the lesson of you know being overexposed during fight week and but it kind of comes with the territory you know when you have that homecoming that first time that you've, you've seen that happen you know it's difficult to to not take part in the media activities open schools give everybody your time but she probably felt like it did drain her last time and this time she's taking no chances she wants to be 110 percent i think this will be the performance of katie taylor's career tomorrow night but i also think it'll be the performance of Chantel cameron's career tomorrow night i think we're going to get from start to finish an absolute thriller is this make or break for Katie Taylor? If she loses tomorrow night, can she come back? I know, I know she's got the belt done at lightweight, but can she come back from yeah, another you know, defeat? I feel like if you lose to arguably the pound for pound number one in the sport, jumping up a weight class, you shouldn't necessarily be criticised with the end of the career. We know she is in the back stages of her career. I think it really depends on physically how she looks in there. Um, I feel like physically this camp, she's maybe the best she's ever been. So tomorrow night will tell us but she's up against a fierce competitor and Chantel Cameron's confidence this week has been on another level you know she sees nothing but victory tomorrow night and it's going to be a tough ask for Katie Taylor I'm enjoying it we'll talk about the card later on in the interview the rest of the card but I want to talk about the, the rematch clause with Joshua and Otto Wallen you've got critics now I've read online a couple of people saying why if Joshua's that confident because a lot of fans we're, talking, we're thinking about the wilder fight in the future so it's nothing to do with if Joshua's confident my job is to look at the commercial interests of my fighters. When Otto Wallin lands a payday, 
I don't know, five, six times bigger than he's ever landed before by being picked from a group of 10 people. It's my job to look at the business interests. Anthony Joshua has never said to me once going into any fight, oh, do I have a rematch clause? You think he's thinking about losing this fight? No. But anybody going into this fight, Joseph Parker, you know, any big, big A-side, it's traditional business. And I know fans are like, oh, like just like tough shit. I'm sorry. That's the business side of the sport. You protect your interests, right? And it's not my interest, it's the interest of my fighter. So if AJ was to get B, yeah. Because you put that in place, because you know what's going to happen. If that did happen, Otto Arlen thinks he should make 30 million for the rematch, and you don't get an opportunity to avenge the defeat. So don't blame, don't, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game, quite honestly. And, you know, like, to think that a fighter is concerned about losing and trying to put in a rematch score is total bollocks. I put it in, as I put it in for a lot of fights where there's a big A side. And if they're, sometimes that's why you have something called a mandatory challenger, where there is no rematch clause. It's up to the fighter. By the way, the fighter's got the choice to sign a rematch clause. They don't have to sign it. And if they do win, if Otto Wilding does win, he's, by the way, making a lot of money December 23rd, he's going to make a fortune for the rematch. He's, he don't mind a rematch clause. He wants it. So, yeah, just chill. Like It's just, just business, that's all. Obviously, obviously, you as a promoter and being friends with Anthony Joshua as well as his, his promoter, you don't think this rematch clause is needed, though, do you? You think he's going in there, he's going to beat Otto Wilding? Absolutely needed. All these rematch, like, you know, if we didn't have a rematch clause against Andy Ruiz, he would have never got his belts back. He would have never scored it. Now, people say, yeah, but he doesn't have the belts back. It doesn't matter. He's fighting. AJ's still fighting for his career December 23rd. Every time he rolls the dice, he's fighting for his career. He's, he's giving, even without the belt, giving fighters opportunities to make life-changing paydays by being selected for a shot. So, you know, like I say, it's my, I put them in. Blame me. Don't blame anyone else. I'm sure, I'm sure they I, will blame you, Eddie. Well, you don't have to sign it. You know, it wasn't even go like it wasn't even a, a big deal for them to sign it. They just understand what comes with the territory of fighting the top two, top three biggest name in the world. You know, so that's where we are. I've seen Joseph Parker's here. He's yeah. done there. I mean, um, he's got a tough task in, in slightly. A slightly tough task against uh, Deontay Wilder. But yeah, those two main coming events, as you want to call it, but. Where does Joshua sit on that? Is he going to be the main event above Wilder? Does that bother you? Is that concerning Joshua right now, where he sits on the card? No, we, we know where we're sitting. It's, you know, we're contracted uh, with that confirmed. We'll let the, you know, Saudi Arabia and um, those guys announce the order of the fights because I don't know what order they're all going to go in. There's so many great fights on the card. But yeah, we know obviously our position on the card. What about the, the zone exclusive rights to Joshua? With that being sort of like a Frank One BT TNT sorry thing, would we see Joshua in the zone? Yeah, for sure. You know, he's got an exclusive deal with the zone. Um, there's been a lot of talks behind the scenes to find a, a solution that everybody's happy with, um, and I believe it won't be long now before that's announced. Eddie Connor, Ben, obviously, you said the, the public workout to me that whether it be Eubank Jr. on the third, if not, we'll look somewhere else. He's called out Boots Ennis. Does that interest you? Does that interest you? Yeah, look, I think it's a very dangerous fight. He wants that fight. Um, and look, where we're at at the moment is, the focus remains Eubank, but Connor's just said to us, look, he's taking a long time. So keep working, but show me the options as well, because we're going to pull the trigger soon. And he wants to fight Boots Ennis. I mean, it's a, I think probably the toughest fight at 147, but he wants to be thrown in in the biggest fight possible. So if he can challenge Boots Ennis for the world title, 
he's all over it. Obviously, Al. Like yeah, of course, but it's a massive fight. But listen, financially, the biggest fight out there for him and, and the biggest fight for British boxing is the Eubank fight. But we can't just rely on Eubank taking that fight. So we, we carry on, but we also work behind the scenes for alternative options because we are nine or ten weeks away now. Eddie, I'm baffled at how calm that I managed to ask you this yesterday, but probably the biggest news in boxing a couple of days ago was Tony Bellew entering. <laughs> I'm a celebrity now. Was he not meant to be here working? Yeah, what, he what, what's, actually, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, he just all of a sudden, because you know in these things, they can't, you can't tell people you're going in. Mm. Anyone, right? So all of a sudden, it was a couple of weeks ago, he was like, oh, I'm not going to be available for uh, Dublin and Belfast. And we're like, what do you mean? Like, you're every show. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be around for those two shows. I'm like, anyway. So I just got something other, some other. I thought I didn't even question him at the time, but I thought that's strange. I was thinking it might be a film or something like that. And when I saw him in Newcastle, I said, because it had already leaked. I went, "You're going on I'm Celebrity." I don't think he'd actually done the deal there. And obviously, once he had, then uh, he was on the plane. And um, yeah, look, good luck to him. I think. Uh, do you think he'll survive all them bugs and the skydiving and all that I stuff? I think he'll be hilarious. I really do. And, you know, you know how I feel about Tony. I think he's a top, top man. And uh, I think that will come across in the jungle. Genuine geezer. And I'm going to look forward to him suffering over the next couple of weeks. Eddie, I'm going to ask, would you do it? I mean, no, you probably, don't, you probably don't have the time for it, no, but they did. They came on to me to do it about three months ago. And it's just time. Like, I would have missed this. I would have missed Belfast. I would have missed Haney Progray. Because I would have won the whole thing as well, so I'd have to stay in. I tell you what, I would have wasted. A, I would have racked up probably a two hundred pound phone bill just to vote you to do all the tasks. Yeah, I would have done it. No, but uh, I don't know. Maybe something for the future, yeah. but no time at the moment. Eddie, the five k tomorrow. I said to you in Newcastle. One last one before I wrap this up, because I know there's plenty more for you. I said to you in Newcastle, you'll never beat me at another five k. And yeah. the fact that your legs are so after that ten k, I've got hope you, here. I've got absolutely no chance of beating you tomorrow. I can see the look in your face. You ain't trained all week. You've been prepping for this five k. I'm going to have a leisurely one tomorrow, and uh, we ran. At, we were at a running track, which I actually quite like. As long as I'm ahead, yeah, I'm happy. Eddie, thank you as always, big man, and I'll see you in the next yeah, one. Thank man. you, Eddie. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.